This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello guys and welcome to Odson Premier League. We have the 21st match day already with us after the shocking defeat of Man United against Sheffield United. So the title race is still on and we are going to analyze every single game with Tom Williams but I also want to know your opinion so let me know what you think in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. Besides, do not forget to click on the like button if you enjoy the video, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. So let's analyze this 21st match day in the Premier League with the title race, the two teams of Manchester, Liverpool, who won at the at White Hart Lane. Everything with Tom Williams. Hello, Tom. Hi, Eduardo. And what a shocking defeat we saw in the middle of the week by Man United. Let's see what we have in this week. And we are going to start on Saturday. We have in Goodison Park, Everton, Newcastle. We saw in the middle of the week how good is James Rodriguez when he's playing at Goodison Park. What a goal he scored for Everton, but the team couldn't beat Leicester. One all and in the last seven games the Toffees are actually in a good run five victories one draw and one loss and i guess they should beat newcastle they are in terrible form we predicted actually well that they were gonna lose against leeds and they did lose now six straight defeats for the north england team 11 winless games and woodison park it does not look like the perfect stadium to bounce back actually uh, no, uh, it doesn't. Uh, I'm backing Everton to win to nil here uh, at odds uh, 2.55 or thereabouts on Oddspedia at the moment. And yeah, two teams in very uh, contrasting form. Everton have lost only one of their last eight in the league. Uh, Newcastle, nine games without a win. Um, and as you said, James Rodriguez is, is back in the team, back in form. Curling in goals with his right foot, even Dominic Calvert-Lewin is is back to full fitness. Uh, so Everton look like they're going places, um, and you know gave a decent uh, account of themselves against Leicester, albeit with yet another uh, Jordan Pickford blunder ultimately costing them. Um, from a Newcastle perspective, their current form is worrying. There was an improvement in the second half against Leeds, um, and for the first time in a little while, you you looked at Newcastle and thought there is. There is something there. So, you know, perhaps that's the beginning of some kind of resistance. But yeah, on current form, uh, I can only see Everton winning this. And, and I think they'll come through it quite comfortably. Yeah, Newcastle, they are now six points above relegation and Fulham have uh, one game in hand. So be careful with Newcastle. Another two teams that are not in form are Crystal Palace Wolves and they meet in uh, Selhurst Palace. Wolves, at least they got a point against Chelsea in Tuchel's debut, but they are bad. They lost uh, their last home game against West Brom. They also lost to Everton, whereas Crystal Palace weren't able to get any point against uh, West Ham before also they lost against Man City. So here two teams that are not informed, Tom, and the odds suggest us that we are going to see a draw. Yeah, and I can understand why the odds are pointing in that direction. I mean, Wolves form really concerning seven league games without a win, uh, and they've slid down to 13th place in the table. So, you know, all hopes of a, a European finish 
starting to ebb away. Um, Palace are a difficult team to predict. Uh, you know, we've seen some good things from them in recent weeks. We've also seen them take heavy defeats and concede lots of goals. We know that they have firepower though with, with Wilfred Zaha. We saw that again uh, in the game against West Ham. Firepower, one thing that Wolves really don't have at the moment in the ongoing absence of Raul Jimenez. Uh, obviously brought in William Jose as well, the latest attempt to try and plug that gap up front. Um, I can see this. Um, I can see this being quite a quite a close game, um, and I find it hard to call given that both teams are in such poor form. Uh, so one potential bet that caught my eye was both teams to score. Uh, you can get odds of two point one zero on that, and I think given that both of them are sort of scratching around for form a little bit, um, and uh, you know, but but possess dangerous attacking players, um, I can see it. I can see it being a game where both teams uh, get on target. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put a lot of uh, hopes in William Jose. He's been very good for Real Sociedad in previous seasons, but not this season. Let's see how he does in the Premier League. On Saturday, we also have uh, Man City, Sheffield United. The question is, is going to be Man City as well shocked by Sheffield United? I think no one could expect uh, their victory against uh, the Red Devils. Sheffield shocked us getting their second uh, victory of the season at Old Trafford and now they travel again to Manchester to the Etihad Stadium but probably is way more difficult to beat the citizens they look really really stronger in this stage of the season they thrash West Brom 0-5 before they beat Aston Villa 2-0 and the thing um, Tom is that it's not just the, that they are winning is that they've only conceded one goal in their last seven victories in the Premier League, they are very, very solid. Yeah, and consequently, there are loads of ways into this from a betting perspective. You know, a City win, a City clean sheet, City scoring in both halves, winning both halves. You know, I think everyone expects them to win this quite comfortably. But that victory for Sheffield United away at Manchester United really does change things from their perspective. I think heading into these two fixtures, if you'd offered Chris Wilder's men two points from these two trips to Manchester, they'd have snapped your hand off. They're already on three points. No one saw them winning at Old Trafford yet. That's what they did. Deserved victors. And so this game is a bit of a free hit for them. And I think the fact that they've managed to go to Old Trafford and, and win will give them a huge amount of, uh, a huge amount of confidence. Um, City are a different beast. They're a much more uh, cohesive team than Manchester United, a much more impressive team, um, although they are once again without Kevin De Bruyne, who, who uh, is going to be sidelined for a little while longer with his hamstring injury. So, so I just wonder whether that 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 result at, at Old Trafford will give Sheffield United a bit more um, a bit more energy, a bit more motivation going into this game. So, you know, I'm I'm not backing to pull off a pull off a shock win uh, for the second time, uh, you know, this week. But you know, maybe they can keep the score down. Maybe they could keep it interesting. Uh, you can get odds currently on Oddspedia of around 2.15 on there being under three goals in this game. Not necessarily expecting Sheffield United to score, but I think they could frustrate City. So maybe the, um, you know, maybe they'll take some of that spirit from Old Trafford into this game and, and, and at least keep it interesting. Mm -hmm. No pressure for Sheffield United in this trip. Uh, Man City really favourite, so it's are 1.17 for them to win. So if we want to find good odds for a City victory, you have to go for Asian handicap minus 2.5 with odds 2.21, so that means that we win our bet only if Man City wins for three goals difference. 
So for sure, they are really favorite against the bottom team of the table. No pressure for Sheffield United in this game, but for sure there is a lot of pressure for the next two teams. West Brom, Fulham, the other two teams that are in relegation zone. And here the victory is a must, I would say, for both sides. West Brom, since uh, Allardyce arrival, only one victory against Wolverhampton and they've been thrashed several times, actually. And we expected uh, Allardyce to put some uh, defense, no? being a little bit more solid, but uh, the West Brom is not doing that. And Fulham, we always say that they are a correct team, but they are not winning. They drew again against uh, Brighton, seven draws already this season, and point by point, they are not going to find salvation, that's for sure. Yeah, I think both managers uh, will be looking at this game and thinking, right, this is where we begin our uh, campaign toward relegation. This is where we pick up the three points that are going to get us up and running for the second half of the season. Um, but yeah, two teams in very poor form, as you said. A big expectation with Sam Allardyce uh, going to West Brom was that he would make them more difficult to beat in the four games that they've played since he came in, uh, the four home games they've played since he came in in the league. They've conceded 17 goals. Um, so it's almost the complete opposite of what you'd expect from Sam Allardyce taking over a team. Fulham, in contrast, clean sheets haven't been too much of a problem. It's scoring goals that they're struggling with. Only four goals uh, in their last nine league games. Lots of draws in that run, uh, but they've now gone nine league games without a win. So yeah, two teams desperate for points uh, and with with issues at opposite ends of the pitch. I I think it's I find it hard to call this one given that they're both so short of form. So yeah, I mean perhaps a draw uh, odds of three point two eight on Oddspedia currently, and um, I think you know given given both of these teams are struggling and, and given this is so important, I, th I think it will be a close one. Mm -hmm. Fulham are favourites, they've been uh, a little bit better recently, but still they don't win, so they are in the bottom three. The game of the games of this match day is on Saturday at the Emirates Stadium, Arsenal-Man United. Remember that in the reverse fixture, the Gunners won at all Trafford, and now the feelings are completely opposite, like we can talk about these two teams uh, one month ago, for instance. Arsenal got a very good victory at St. Mary's against Southampton, 1-3 after their defeat at the FA Cup against the very same team. And in the last six games in the Premier League, five victories and one draw. So they are in a really good form. And again, they beat a good team like Southampton because their calendar was quite easy. And now is the big test. Uh, Tom of maturity, I would say, for Man United after that heavy loss against, she well, heavy loss, the, the defeat, no, shocking loss against uh, Sheffield United. It's a matter of knowing if the team can bounce back, get up and still fight for the title. Yeah, and I mean, as, as much as it was a surprise to see United lose at home to Sheffield United, it's bottom of the table, there was already a bit of a disconnect between United's performances and their results. You know, they, they, they've been constantly falling behind, having to, you know, having to come from behind. And uh, we've not seen too many vintage performances. So I think this, this result against Sheffield United was, uh, was a bit of a reality check that had been a long time coming. Um, and when you look at Arsenal's form, I think there are United fans who will be feeling quite anxious about this trip to the Emirates Stadium. Um, five wins out of six in the league. And, and the question we've been asking is, 
how sustainable this form is. Uh, I think I mentioned last time out, you look at the teams that Arsenal have beaten recently, most of them are teams that you'd expect them to be, either teams who are you know, going through a difficult period, such as Chelsea or teams like West Brom, Newcastle, Brighton, who a team like Arsenal should always be able to defeat. But I think that win at Southampton was a sign that they're capable of doing it against um, the better teams in, in the division. Um, this game against United will be another test of that. Uh, United have lost 2-0 on their last two trips to Arsenal, so don't have a, a great record there. Um, again, you know, this feels like a, a test of both teams, a test of Arsenal's ability to produce the sort of football they've been playing in recent weeks against one of the title contenders and a test of United's ability to bounce back from, you know, the first big setback they've had in recent weeks. Um, this feels to me like one of those 1-1 draw games. Um, so I am going to back uh, that. Uh, odds are 7.5 on Oddspedia on, on that outcome. Um, and I think, you know, given given how much that defeat against Sheffield United would have hurt Manchester United, I suspect a draw here wouldn't be the bigger disappointment in the world for their supporters. Yeah, we have to remember that Man United have not lost a single game outside Old Trafford yet in this Premier League. So if we have tempted to back Arsenal, for instance, we have uh, Arsenal Asian Handicap 0 with odds 2.15. If we think Arsenal is going to win, we win this 2.15. But if they draw, we get our money back. But again, be careful. Uh, the Red Devils are better on the road than at home. But it's going to be a big test for them. Uh, the last game we have on Saturday is Southampton Aston Villa, two of the teams that are doing uh, better, I would say, in this Premier League for the middle table teams, at least. They are right now actually in the middle of the table, both both of them, and both lost in the in midweek game, Southampton against Arsenal. We just said it, and they are in a negative patch of form. They lost also against uh, Leicester City and Aston Villa. They lost against Burnley, even if they took the lead twice. Yeah, I mean, two of the better teams in the division, but both of whom are struggling for form currently. Only one win in seven for Southampton. Um, and only one win in five for Villa. Uh, I think Villa's defeat at Burnley will have left a particularly sour taste because they were so good in the first half. They could quite easily have been two or three goals up at, at half-time as it was. They, they didn't capitalise on that early dominance and end up getting pegged back in and losing. Um, and, you know, you look at their more recent defeats, they lost away at, at Manchester United, they lost away at Manchester City. Uh, they dropped a couple of points away at Chelsea. I don't think that would have disappointed them too much. Uh, but to lose in that manner against, uh, you know, Burnley, particularly having played that well, will have will have annoyed them a lot. I think um, Southampton, yeah, I mean, a, a difficult team to predict. Uh, you know, fairly comfortably beaten by Arsenal uh, and Leicester in their last two outings. But then prior to that, beat Liverpool. Uh, which shows, uh, you know, what a threat they compose. My instinct here is to back Villa. Uh, they have an excellent away record. They concede very few records, uh, very few goals on the road, uh, and they'll be doubly determined to atone for that disappointment away at Burnley. So maybe Villa, um, Asian handicap zero. Uh, so money back if they draw, and uh, uh, and a payout if they win. Odds are one point nine one on that currently. So you know, not. Superb odds, but I think in, in this well-balanced game, um, I'd be more inclined to back uh, to back Villa than Southampton. Yeah, fair odds. Uh, you mentioned how Burnley was able to beat Aston Villa, and the thing is that Burnley they are now nine points 
above relegations. They are above relegation. They are doing really well at this stage of the season, and now they travel to Stamford Bridge to meet Chelsea. Tuchel couldn't win in his first game in charge uh, the Blues against Wolves. Um, goalless draw and now uh, Chelsea are, are really urged to win a game. They are eighth in the standings, really far away from the top four goal. At least we thought they might be actually title contenders. So I think this is a must win for Chelsea for sure. But Burnley, they we see them also winning at Anfield. So be careful with this team. Yeah, Burnley have done really well. Um... As you say, winning at Anfield, their result of the season so far, and then following that up by, you know, weathering the early storm against uh, against Aston Villa last time out uh, at Turf Moor, and, and picking up the three points there, and generally speaking, have looked more much more like their old selves in the last few weeks. So, you know, very little for them to lose here. They know the pressure is on Chelsea. There's a pressure for you know to get results to get themselves back into that top four picture, and of course, a new manager Thomas Tuchel, who's desperate to get his first win on the board. Um, we saw uh, in, in Tuchel's first game at home to Wolves uh, you know, that Chelsea had an awful lot of the ball, didn't do very much with it, uh, and Wolves had opportunities. You know, Pedro Neto uh, with that chance towards the end that he, that he chipped onto the top of the crossbar. Uh, I expect Burnley will go about this game in a similar way uh, to the way that Wolves did. Uh, I think they'll be compact um, and I think they'll look to hit Chelsea on the break. You know, they know the onus is on. Chelsea to attack here and, and, and try and dominate the game. Um, and I think because Chelsea are adapting to a new manager and, and have players who are who are short of form, they may again find it a struggle. Uh, you know, we know what a good uh, defensive unit Burnley are generally. That you know, the two goals they're letting against Villa a bit of an aberration. You look at their recent defensive form. Um, so maybe looking at, at the goals markets, um, you can get odds of three point five zero on Oddspedia currently on there being under two goals. Uh, and so, if you if you reckon Burnley can can frustrate Chelsea in the way that Wolves did, and I, I think they I think they might be able to do that, then that might be a bet worth looking at. Okay, boring game in uh, Stamford Bridge. Uh, hopefully, not the next one at the King Power Stadium. Leicester City leads. Uh, we said how Chelsea, of course, is ruled out of the title fight, but not Leicester City. Still third in the standings, even if they against Everton with that goal is called by Tillemans. They were coming actually from three straight victories, so they are in a good form. Even at home, they are finally winning. Whereas Leeds United, they are very far away from the danger zone. They beat Newcastle after three consecutive uh, defeats. So here I actually like the odds for the Foxes. I think 1.94 are quite appealing odds. Yes, I'd be minded to back uh, a Leicester win here. Um, as you said, their, their recent performance been very good, unbeaten in seven in the league. They won 4-1 at Leeds in November in the reverse fixture, which suggests that you know perhaps they've got Leeds' number. Uh, and you know Leeds are a very dangerous team, a very unpredictable team. You know you never really know uh, what to expect from Leeds from from week to week. Although you know I thought they looked decent in that victory at, at Newcastle last time out. Leicester still adapting to life without Jamie Vardy. I think this will be only the second game that they play since he was ruled out uh, with a, a hip problem. And long term, I, I wonder whether that might cause them problems. So that's that's perhaps something to bear in mind when looking at whether or not to bet on Leicester in in, um, in the coming weeks. But yeah, I think I'd be minded to back Leicester here given that recent form. 
Yeah, we saw even weaker teams uh, winning at the King Power Stadium, like Fulham. But, uh, well, I also expect um, Leicester City to grab the three points here. A very good game we have in the London Stadium on Sunday. West Ham, Liverpool. West Ham, they are in a terrific form. Fifth right now in the standings. They beat Crystal Palace with uh, Socek scoring a brace. So, adding to Antonio's good form. Says six straight victories in all competitions for the Hammers, eight games undefeated, so is one of the best teams right now in the Premier League. And finally, Tom, we saw Liverpool winning, ending up this uh, really bad run. They beat the Spurs 1-3, and they finally found the net. Also, Mohamed Salah, who was doing a good uh, season, but he was in a draft time. Here the odds are low actually for Liverpool, but this is a tricky trip also for Klopsman. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that victory at Spurs would have done Liverpool so much good because the longer that run of poor form went on, the more you started to wonder, you know, whether some kind of terminal decline had, had set in. But it, it looked much more like the old Liverpool, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold putting in dangerous crosses, getting on the score sheet, Sadio Mane getting a goal, Roberto Firmino getting a goal. No goals for Mo Salah, but he, he did find the net, albeit with it a strike that was ruled out after after a VAR review. So Liverpool looking much more like their old selves. West Ham difficult opponents currently, like you said, uh, six league games unbeaten. Uh, you know, up there towards the top of the table, uh, and you know, not much pressure on them here. Uh, I I'd still back Liverpool to come through and win this. Um, I think it'll be quite a close game. Um, looking at potential scorelines, you can get odds of nine on uh, Liverpool winning two one. Uh, and I, I reckon that's the sort of game we're looking at. That you know, West Ham will, will give them a scrap. You know, might manage to to land a few punches, but that Liverpool will will come through in the end. Okay, Liverpool is still winning uh, in the east of London. The last game we have is Brighton Tottenham. Again, Tottenham they are not in good form. Two victories in the last eight Premier League games after that uh, defeat on Thursday evening against. Liverpool, but they are only four points away from the Champions League position, so still the goal is uh, reachable. Whereas Brighton, they are the first team in the salvation air, um, zone, still looking back uh, with uh, Fulham, who are the team chasing them, and they were able at least to get a draw, a point against uh, Fulham. The odds actually for the first victory are not that bad, 2.2. Yeah, I mean, Spurs would be favourites here, but it, it looks like they're going to be without Harry Kane uh, for this game and for a few more. And I don't think there is a player who is more important to his team in the division than Harry Kane is to Tottenham. Um, you take Harry Kane out of the equation and Tottenham just become a completely different team. We saw that in the game against Liverpool. Um, yes, they've still got Son Heung-min, but he's so dependent on his his partnership with Kane uh, when it comes to you know chances being created for him and, and, and his runs being picked out. So I think that long term, uh, you know, sadly for Spurs, Kane's absence uh, will cost them. Uh, you know, Brighton's recent form has been improved. Only one defeat in the last four. Uh, drew at home to Wolves, uh, one away at Leeds, uh, and then another uh, pretty forgettable nil-nil draw against Fulham uh, last time out. Um, so yeah, I. I, I still have Spurs as favourites here, but I can see them finding it difficult to score goals in the absence of Kane. Uh, you can get odds of 2.8 uh, 
uh, or thereabouts on there being uh, two goals or fewer. Uh, and I, I think, you know, although Spurs might end up winning this, with Kane not there, I, I think goals will prove hard to come by. Okay, another boring game then, in your opinion, in this last game of the weekend. Then we have all 10 games analyzed. Tom, let's do an ACA then. Okay, so my ACA selection for this week, uh, for this weekend, is Everton, Manchester City, Leicester, and Tottenham. All right, dots for that is 7.21. Then one euro, and you can win. 7.21. Then, thanks, Tom. We have more Premier League next week in the middle of the week again. Thank you. Cool. See you then. Tom thinks Tottenham is going to bounce back against Brighton. Well, but I also want to know your opinion. So let me know what you think in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. Just write a comment to participate in the draw. And do not forget to click on the like button if you enjoyed the video, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. Remember, you can listen also to all our videos in our podcast. And next week, we will be back with more odds on Premier League.